Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this conversation, I was joined by Megan Reed, joining me from Kansas City, as she talked about how everyone is the main character in the story of their lives. This was a real conversation about confidence, about authenticity, about courage, and about really reflecting on how you live within your own life and, and what you do, and whether it's it's for yourself or it's for others, and that we need to not think it's selfish to do stuff for ourselves too. So a really interesting chat. I hope that you enjoy. Megan, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here this morning. Oh, thank you. Tell us a bit about you, Megan. I am from Kansas City, Kansas, which is right in the middle of the United States. I grew up on a farm and I now live in a neighborhood, but I do have chickens in my backyard and a lovely family, a husband and a daughter. And I am a confidence coach here to help people embrace their main character energy. Oh, like it, like it. So I know you've been thinking about it. Tell me, Megan, what do you know for sure? What do I know for sure? You are right. I have been thinking about it. And I have decided what I know for sure is everyone is the main character in the story of their lives. Yes. Yes. How do you know that? That follow-up question is almost harder than, <laughs> than the first question itself. Well, I actually, let me rewind a little bit. I just wrote a book. And published it uh, at the end of August. And it is called Main Character Energy. And it is lessons on how to lead your life with authenticity and confidence. And so the whole premise of the book is that we are all the main characters of our own story. And to show up with confidence and authenticity, we must let go of what other people think of us and let go of the self-doubt and let go of being the supporting role in our own life because we're the main character, right? Like this is our movie. Yeah. And so that's how I know that to be true is we are all living our own movie where we are the main characters in our own story. I think so often that people think they have to be what other folk want them to be. So I need to be the best mum for my children, the best wife for my husband, the best employee for my boss, the best daughter to my parents, the best sister to my siblings, the best friend mm. to my friends. And actually, I think we see it repeated over and over and over again that women do stuff to please everybody but themselves, don't they? Because they think their life is about them, about somebody else, it's not about them. Yes, so true. And when was the last time we focused on being the best ourselves for ourselves right Uh without it sounding selfish because some people could listen to this conversation and think well that's just selfish of course Mm. your life can't be about you whereas I would say if we all prioritized ourselves as an entire species well the world would be a much better place wouldn't it yeah it truly would wouldn't it Uh Uh so what impact is that having I suppose in your life the fact that you know that but also you mentioned you were a confidence coach so what impact does it have on your business too I will start with the with my life so I there was a there was a very long period of my life when I 
would say I didn't have main character energy and I didn't have any boundaries and I didn't know that I was worthy of love the way that I was. And I, you know, I just didn't like who I was. And so I wasn't showing up as her. I was showing up as someone else who I thought, you know, I had to be. And you don't know what you don't know, right? In hindsight, there were a lot of things that I did that I had to work on forgiving myself for Mm -hmm. when I was showing up as someone that wasn't me. And so it's had a huge effect on my life because since then, since stepping into my authentic, confident self, I'm showing up as I'm, it's, it's just so much easier to live my everyday life, not wondering what my neighbor is thinking of me because I'm barefoot in the backyard digging in the, the garden, right? It's, it's, it's just so much simpler when you remove the external pressure to be yeah. someone else. Yeah, I totally get that. Because it's exhausting trying to be someone else, you know, and having daughters and probably my older daughter, like years ago when she was maybe 13, 14, 15, this real like persona I felt as if she had almost created of herself and me saying... You don't want to turn around in your 40s and realise, I don't know who I am, or I've, I've done my life to please everybody else and not myself. Because that, yeah. be, that would be heartbreaking, that would be a great tragedy, you know. But I think probably lots of women are probably living their life to please others, aren't they? Yes, yes. I actually have some 40-year-old female clients in that same exact situation. They're just now realising their entire lives they've been living just a smaller version of themselves because they were afraid of what somebody might say or um, you know the cultural norm in midwestern united states is to be kind help others go to church like there's just very many rigid black and white rules in rural america that as we grew up, we learned those stories and we took them on as our own. And now just now at 40, you know, they're learning to, they're unlearning and they're letting that go and realizing that doesn't have to be true for me. I can do what I want. Like this is my life. Uh And so do you watch a lot of, I suppose, real transformations therefore within the women you're looking like you're working with almost like, you know, the caterpillar becoming a butterfly, but in that way they realize because, I think it's fascinating, isn't it, to, and I've been on this journey myself where I've realised something I thought was true for my whole life wasn't, you know? And I mean thinking, I don't I don't mean anything big, but, well, it's big because it was my own thing, but, like, I always believed because my mum died when she was young that I would die when I was young. And then a few years ago I just had this realisation that was bullshit, that was never true, you just believed it. So then that made me think, well, if I believed that and it wasn't true... What the chaos do I believe that's not true? (laughs) Yes. Yes, we have so many, there are so many stories that we tell ourselves that, you know, are not true. But it is wild, you know, what we believe becomes our reality. A lot of times people will, they'll grow up and they'll have these belief systems and then they in fact come true because that's what we're focusing on in your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between imagined and reality so where you put your focus is where the energy is going to go yeah exactly exactly and so you know you mentioned that you've got a daughter do you feel as if how you live your life 
moving forward from this point, how you raise your daughter, therefore being informed by this kind of knowledge that you've got, is going to make life, I suppose, richer and more enjoyable, more fulfilled. You know, I answer this with the biggest smile. I I sure hope so, right? Um, I would say that every parent does the best that they can with what they have. And I'm, you know, grateful to have this knowledge because, you know, looking back, uh, objectively in hindsight um i had a lot of emotional needs that went unmet because emotions were are uncomfortable for a lot of people and so i'm hoping that i can always be a safe space to, for her to feel comfortable being her true self and i actually did it she doesn't know it yet she's only 18 months but i actually dedicated my book to her and in the in the beginning that says to my little main character, may you always know and love who you truly are. Yeah. And that's my biggest wish for her. Like she can be and do anything that she wants as long as she knows who she is and she like enjoys that person. I yeah. just wish that for her. You know what it makes me think of? There's an author in the UK, but he's big in America too, called Robert Holden. And he has a prayer that he says, it's his favourite prayer. It isn't by him, but it is such a powerful prayer. And it is, oh God, help me believe the truth about myself, no matter how beautiful it is. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something about that, isn't there? About us prioritising ourselves and not, you know, society's been very good at telling women they had to do everything for everybody else. About us actually saying, no, actually, what I need, what do I need here? And can I realise how beautiful I am, how wonderful I am, what I can add to the world? That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. So <laughs> how is the book doing? It is doing fantastic. It actually hit number one bestseller in two weeks on Amazon. It's in nine countries. And last time I checked yesterday, it I had sold over 400. And, it was 452 copies. Oh, well done you. Well done you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being my guest on the podcast, Megan. And I am going to put the link to your book in the commentary that goes with this podcast if anybody wants to buy it. Thank you so much for having me. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.